on episode 564 of the 40 Plus Fitness Podcast, we discuss why most people fail at their health and fitness goals. You can find the full show notes for this episode at 40plusfitnesspodcast.com forward slash 564. Have you decided you're ready to make a change to reclaim your health and fitness? The 40 Plus Fitness Podcast is here for you. Each week, we dive deep into health and fitness topics that affect those of us over 40. I'm Alan Meisner. I'm an NSAM certified personal trainer with specializations in corrective exercise, behavior change, and fitness nutrition, a FAI certified functional aging specialist, and an OTA level two online trainer. I'm joined each week by our co-host, Rachel Everett. She is an NASM certified personal trainer and a RRCA level one run coach. Let us be your coaches as you find your way on your health and fitness journey, all right? Let's go. Did the holidays do a number on your weight loss goals? The parties, the potlucks, the cookies and candies, and eating until you're stuffed. Then it's New Year's Day before we finally decide this is going to be the year, right? You can do this differently this year. With accountability, guidance, and support, you can crush the holidays this year with the Crush the Holidays Challenge. Join us at crushtheholidays.com. Each day for 35 days during the holidays, November 20th through December 24th, I'll be there to help you navigate through this season of eating. You'll get a daily email with guidance and support to keep your health top of mind and eating on track. You'll get accountability from me and a wonderful private Facebook community. This is your year to crush the holidays and go into 2023 ready to rock and roll. Go to crushtheholidays.com and join us. Crushtheholidays.com. Hey, Raz, how you doing? Good, Alan. How are you today? Huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, no. <laughs> well, any anyone that's on my email list kind of got a really deep dive update from me. And then there's that drama from those emails is not over. It's, it's continuing, but and it probably will continue for a while. But I'm working past that and looking forward. But we've just had so much weird stuff happen. We had um, we're having a drought in Bocas del Toro, which is, you know, it happens. Mm. It's like the second time it's happened while we were there. So it happened about almost three and a half years ago. It's happening mm -hmm. again. If we don't get rain, we don't have water. It's just wow. that simple. We're on an island and there, it'll collect up water. But then when that water runs out, it's out. Uh, we've gone too long without rain. And the city was real cool about continuing to run the pumps after mm -hmm. the water ran out. So they filled our tanks up with mud. Oh, no. <laughs> and we had to hire some guys to come out and clean the mud out. And oh, then we my. bought some water. So we have some water that we bought and the, the city's trying to run around with trucks and fill people's tanks. But of course, everybody needs some water. So it's literally just this thing. And then wow. the timing of it, we're headed to the States as we're recording this for my daughter's Ooh. wedding. So we're not even there and someone's running it for us. And so it's kind of like just putting her wow. in a spot. But, you know, we're going to do what we can to, to help her manage remotely. But it's just... It's kind of one of those things you're like, okay, you know, just keep kicking me. Just keep kicking right. me. I'll get up. I'm going to keep getting oh, up. <laughs> goodness gracious. What chaos. Yeah. How are mm. things up there? Less crazy than what you've got going on. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we're good. We're just closing out the year. Fall's going to turn to winter and our race calendar is open. So just getting ready for the holidays is all we got. So 
and Mike's surgery, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> but good, yeah, good. Everything's just fine. Excellent, excellent. Yeah. All right. So you ready to talk about goal setting? Sure. So I'm calling this episode, Why Most People Fail at Their Health and Fitness Goals. You know, even if you know how to write a goal using the SMART formula, uh, which I'll talk about in a moment, it's very hard to write goals that are going to get you where you want to go unless you're very, very good at at setting a goal that is going to work for you. So one of the main reasons that people really struggle with their health and fitness goals is they're just not setting the right goals. They're not thinking through the self-awareness piece And they're not really getting to know what actions are going to give them the best results. So there's always going to be that struggle of, am I doing the right thing? But for many of us, we do know the right thing. We know exactly what we're supposed to do or what we need to do to meet our health and fitness goals. You know, it could be, I know that carbs are not going to work for me if I want to lose weight. So I need to eat less carbs. We know that. Or I overeat because I have these little binge parties of snacks that I hit when I get home from work and I'm stressed. I know I need to do less of that. Or I know I haven't really been training as hard as I could or as much as I should. And therefore, that's what I need to be doing. And so most of the time, and I talk to clients all the time, they're like, I know what to do. I know what to do. I'm just not doing it consistently. Okay. So this won't necessarily solve that problem because when you set a goal, what you do has to be consistent. That's how the goal becomes a habit. So it's in the doing of a goal that makes your habits, that makes your lifestyle. So just realize this won't fix the first problem of motivations, other things. But once you're ready to start setting some goals, you do need to set the right kind of goals. And that's where the SMART methodology or SMART acronym came from. So SMART stands for Specific, Measurable, Attainable, Relevant, and Time-Bound. But I propose that the reason people still suck at setting goals is they're missing one letter. So you can call these SMART goals, two A's, or you can put an A at the end and call it a SMART A goal. Okay, whichever way you want to do that acronym, SMART or SMART A, I'll leave that up to you. But there is an A that we need to consider when we're setting goals, and that's where most people go wrong. Okay, so if you're not familiar with the SMART goals, I've covered this before, but it's been quite a while. So I'm going to do a recap on that of what SMART goals really are. So a SMART goal, the S stands for specific. So with a goal, with a SMART goal, you have to be very specific about what the goal is going to do, what you're trying to do. It needs to be a very specific thing. It can't be, I'm going to improve my health. Okay, that's so nebulous. Uh, What, are you going to have better blood markers? Are you going to lose weight? Are you going to, you're basically going to be able to breathe better, have a better VO2 max? Are you going to avoid toxins and eat healthier food so you know you're building yourself with really good quality nutrients? Health is a nebulous thing. You can't just say, I'm going to improve my health, or you can't say, I'm going to improve my fitness. What, are you going to get stronger? Are you going to get faster? Are you going to be able to run further? Again, fitness in itself can't be a goal because it's just not specific enough. You need something like, I'm going to improve my VO2 max, or I'm going to improve my power output, or I'm going to improve my squat. And so you see at that point, you've basically found something that is more specific. Okay. So people will set those specific goals. I will lose weight and then it has to be measurable. Okay. Well, weight seems to be kind of an easy one, right? We're going to lose weight. I can measure strength by looking at my three rep max or one rep max on a lift. 
I can measure my increase in speed and endurance by finishing the 5K faster than I did before, getting a, a personal record. So measurable is something where you know, okay, this is how I'll know I succeeded at this goal. So I measure that goal. I'm like, okay, here's my measurement criteria. And I'm specific with that, of what I'm trying to measure. Okay, attainable needs means it just needs to be within your reach, within reason. If I said, I'm going to get into the NFL, I'm 56 years old, probably not going to happen. I don't know of any 56-year-olds that came back to the game after just playing through high school and were suddenly these crazy athletes that were able to get back into the NFL or the NBA or any professional sport for that matter. And so that just isn't reasonable or attainable for me to think I can do those things. So attainable is usually something that's just outside of what you have now. But you know, with reasonable effort over a period of time, you can get there. Okay. So no, you're not going to look like name an actor, actress, or whatever that you think has really done a good job with the way they look and the way they are. You're not going to get there. But if you're looking to look better next month, next week, next quarter, you can do that. And you can set some measurable things that you'll do to get there. But it has to be within the realm of reality. Okay. Attainable. Now, relevant is a really important one that a lot of people skip over. But I think this one is actually maybe of all the ones in the smart part, this one might be the most important. And the reason I say that is relevance is relevance to you. It's relevant to what you care about. And if you've followed me for any amount of time at all, you know that I'm a big, big proponent of you having a very big why and a vision. So goals should really just be mile markers to your vision. If it's outside of that, then you're going somewhere else and that's not good. So I'll give you a perfect example of this. I was doing CrossFit and I was enjoying it. And they got into a segment where they started really stressing strength. Our coach programmer was really pushing on strength. And I love that. I mean, I love strength. It was only when they did the strength and then they were trying to do the dynamic stuff with the Metcons that I started having some issues with CrossFit. But we would start doing deadlifts and deadlifts are kind of like my Christmas. Okay. So I walk in, I see that the, the wad of the day, the workout of the day is deadlifts, man. I'm uh, cool. This is going to be a good day. And so as I started going, I was like, I want to just increase my deadlift strength. I want to see how strong, actual strong I can get in the deadlift. I started doing that. And I one day I was doing that workout, doing the deadlifts, and I got really, really heavy, really heavy. And I surprised myself with how well I did on that lift that day. Now, that was the first part of the workout. Later in the workout, my back went out and I was in a ton of pain. And then it hit me. I let my ego get in front of me. And I was focused on the deadlift and I was focused on that as a goal, but that had nothing to do with what I actually wanted out of my vision. Definitely didn't want to be sitting in a gym a mile from my house with my back killing me. And I had to figure out a way to get home, uh, walk home a mile with my back out. Not a cool day, not a cool day at all. But I only say that because that deadlift goal that I set for myself of just getting strong, strong, strong on deadlift. It lacked so much of this. I mean, it was specific. I wanted to get strong in the deadlift. It was measurable because how much did you lift? It was attainable because I was doing it. It wasn't relevant. It wasn't relevant to who I wanted to be and what I wanted to do. It wasn't, it, it didn't jive with my vision. It was something else. So make sure that your goals are relevant to your vision. And then they are the mile markers. When you hit that goal, you know you're moving in the right direction. 
Okay, so the T in SMART goals is called time-bound. And basically, time-bound just means you set a time parameter for this, okay? So vision could be 20 years from now, could be 50 years from now. Time-bound means it's next month or next quarter. It's literally like just that close. So you can say, I'm going to go to the gym at least 15 times this month. And that's your goal, okay? You could say, okay, by, by a certain date, I'm going to reach a certain weight, okay, or a certain gene size or something. I'm like, I'm going to fit in my skinny jeans by, say, December 31st. Okay, that's your goal. And if you're doing the Crush the Holidays Challenge, a doable goal. But at the same time, it's, it's time-bound because you're saying, by this date, I will do this thing. And so that time-bound kind of puts a little emphasis on this. It's not like, I will fit in these skinny jeans by uh, whenever. There's no immediacy to it. There's no, okay, I got to get this done. It's just not there. So it does need to be time bound so that your measurement makes sense. Okay. So that you're seeing the results in real time. And again, if it's attainable within that time bound, perfect. Okay. You're good. So that's it for smart goals. And it sounds really, really good. Sounds like it should work, right? You set the goal, you go and you charge and you start doing all this stuff and it doesn't happen. And you're like, what happened? Why did I fail at my health and fitness goal? And I can tell you the reason why most people fail at their health and fitness goals is they're setting their goals on the wrong things. They're setting their goals on the things they cannot control. See, you can control what you do. You can't control what you do does. Okay. So hear me out. I could cut out all bread, all carbs, and my goal is to lose 20 pounds during the month of November. Okay, I'm cutting all that other stuff out. So that's, I'm like, I'm going to do all this stuff and I'm going to lose 20 pounds in November. Fine. My goal is to lose 20 pounds, but I can't make my body lose 20 pounds without action. So the goals are written about the outcome, not the actual actions that have to happen. So if I set my goal to lose 20 pounds, and maybe it's great, the, I, start, I, I start doing a few things, I lose a pound the first week, I'm like, okay, that's good, but that's not anywhere close to 20. I mean, I just did one pound in a week. How am I going to do this? And maybe the second week, I lose five. I'm like, oh, great. Now, now I'm at six pounds, but I'm almost halfway through the, the month. So this can get tough. And then maybe I lose another six pounds. I'm like, okay, this is great. I'm 13 pounds down. I got seven to go for this last week. I'm going to push through. And I don't make it. I failed at my goal. Now, I could be very happy that I lost, say, 17 pounds or 15 pounds or whatever. Or maybe that last week, I just crashed and I didn't lose any weight. Or heaven forbid, I put weight on. But the point being is you just can't make certain things happen because there's biological things that you don't have control over. So the last letter in the SMART goals or the SMART A goals is action. What are the actions that you intend to do? And then it puts all the pieces in place. So a specific goal, if you want to lose weight and you realize it's the carbohydrates are your worst enemy, then a specific goal would be, I'm going to limit my carbohydrates to 25 grams net. So I can have plenty of fiber and that doesn't bother me. So net grams of carbs. 25 grams. That's specific. It's measurable because I can look at the foods I'm, I'm, at, I'm eating. I can give an estimation. And so therefore I know each day, this is the number of grams of net carbohydrates I probably ate. 
it's attainable predominantly because I know I, I've done it before. Uh, it might be hard, but it's attainable. People are doing it every day. So it's not like I'm doing something crazy that's not in the realm of possibility. I can do it if I put my mind to it. Relevant. Okay. I know that the carbs have caused me issues in the past. And so from a relevance perspective, I know they're going to help me lose weight. So if my intention is to lose weight because my vision is for me to weigh less, to have more energy, all those other things, then I know this is a stepping stone in that direction. This is a mile marker. So this is really relevant to where I want to go. If I'm losing weight doing this, then it is definitely sending me in the direction I want to be, which is to weigh less and be healthier. Okay. It's time bound. I'm like, okay, every day for a month, I'm going to be like this and see what happens. Okay. Because I can control my actions. <laughs> I can't control the outcome. Okay. But it's time bound. I'm going to try this way of eating for 30 days and see what happens. And again, all this circles around the fact that my goals are actions, actions I can control. They're not outcomes that I don't control. So I'm rewriting this acronym to be SMART or SMART A. Okay. And I want you to remember that when you set your goals, they need to be SMART goals, but they need to be actions first, things you can control. Okay. So as a general recap, I think it's pretty clear. There are things that are outside your control. There are things that you just can't do. They're not going to happen. But for the things you know you can do and you want to do, and you want to make sure you stay on task, set SMART goals, specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, time-bound actions that you know you can do, and you'll be successful. Welcome back, Raz. Hey, Alan. This is really timely, and I'm sure you planned it this way, but this is the time of year to start talking about goals. And I love that you've added action as a new component to determining what your goals are. Yeah. As we go into the end of the year, you know, a lot of people are looking at their weight and their health and they're saying, okay, this is the year, you know, 2023 mm -hmm. is going to be my year. Sure. And then in their head, they immediately go to the things that we always think about. And that's a lot of times that's just weight loss. Mm -hmm. And so they'll say, okay, I'm going to over, over this next year, I'm going to lose 25 pounds. Mm -hmm. sure. And the problem with that is that's not really 100% within their control. Mm -hmm. And we all know that I mean, we ate, ate a certain way when we were younger, we did a diet and it worked. And then now we do that same diet and it's not working. You know, I don't understand I, the diet worked before and it's not working now. <laughs> and the reality of it is you can't control your weight. It's not something you can just set and it happen. You've got to do certain actions. And so most people will set what I call objective goals, like what they want, the outcome of the work yeah. that they do. They want that outcome, but mm -hmm. that's not how this works. Like if you are in a business, you say, okay, what do we want to do? Well, we want to double our revenue. Okay. Mm -hmm. You're not buying your own stuff. So who's going to do that? <laughs> Okay. Mm -hmm. So it's like, yeah. okay, we're going to have to advertise more. We may rise our prices. You, you see how there's actions that you can take that'll help maybe make your revenue go up. Well, this is no different. You can't control mm -hmm. your weight, but what you can control is your actions. So you can say, okay, I'm going to stop drinking as much alcohol. Mm -hmm. That's an action within your control. Yeah, perfect. So yeah. you set the goal. Uh, I am, I'm going to have only uh, two, two glasses of wine on 
Friday and Saturday night. So that's four total glasses of wine for the week. And that's mm-hmm. your new goal. That's what you're charging. And I'm going to do this for the whole month of November. You know, you could sit there Perfect. and say like that. You could say, I'm going to make sure I get my 10,000 steps or I complete my circles on my Apple watch mm-hmm. um, every single day. Okay. Awesome. It's specific. You know, you're hitting that mark. It's measurable because again, mm-hmm. you got the number, you got the circle full. It's actionable. I mean, it's uh, attainable because you've mm-hmm. probably done that many steps or done that before. And it's relevant because, you know, increasing your activity level is one of the things that you'll be told that you should do if you want to lose weight. So right. you're doing all the right things. And it's time bound because you said for this month or, you know, by this time, sure. you know, for this. And so you're, you say you're going to do those things. Mm-hmm. You might say, I'm going to go to the gym at least 15 times next mm-hmm. month. Okay. Perfect. And you just sit there and start ticking them off. I'm at, you know, mm-hmm. two, three, four, all the way to 15. And that's, you're successful at your goal because it was mm-hmm. in your control. So making them act, I said the word action, but really maybe a better word would be actionable. Mm-hmm. It's something you can do. It's not the outcome that you want. Sure. That okay. sounds great. Yeah. And that's, that's really where all this comes down and why I want to add that A to it is because people will write the goal. I'm going to yeah. lose 25 pounds. And then mm-hmm. it, the weight's not coming off the scale and it's so demotivating because you just it don't is. feel like you have control. It's like, I know what to do, but it's not working. But the thing is, if you set goals to be consistent in the doing, mm-hmm. your chances of it happening just went up astronomically. Yep. You mentioned my other favorite word, consistency. (laughs) Something you just, you got to keep at it, doing something every day to improve your chances of reaching your goal. And, you know, that's the core of it. And if you tune in next week, I'm going to, I'm going to talk about some things that I think will blend right into this conversation where you'll be like, oh, wow, now I get it. Now I understand Mm -hmm. why this weight is not in my control, but my actions are. And that's why this is so important. So Stay tuned for next week. It's a very interesting conversation, and I know you're going to get a lot out of it. If you like this episode, you definitely want to listen next week. So anything else you want to cover before we go No, this is great. Looking forward to next week already. All right. We'll talk to you soon, Raz. Take care. You too. Thanks. Next time on the 40 Plus Fitness Podcast, we discuss how your inner being drives weight loss. Until then, have a happy and healthy week.